Hello from Abu Dhabi and thank you for joining us for the final edition of the Ipsasby Meeting Highlights audio podcast of 2019. This podcast will cover some of the agenda items discussed at the Ipsasby's recent meeting from December the 10th to December the 13th. I'm John Stanford, Technical Director of the International Public Sector Accounting Standards Board, the IPSASB. I'd firstly like to acknowledge our hosts, the Abu Dhabi Department of Finance, for the extremely generous hospitality that they have provided here in Abu Dhabi. Joining me is SASB Chair Ian Carruthers, along with staff members Dave Warren, Edwin Nigg, Joe Spencer, Zhao von Seker, and Senior Advisor Paul Mason. Welcome to you all. Ian, what's your overall assessment of the recently concluded meeting? Thank you, John. Yeah, this was a very successful but very intense meeting for the board. Ultimately, we approved exposure drafts 70, 71 and 72, as well as the annual improvements. But a lot of the meeting was taken up with detailed review of the material on ED 70, 71 and 72. So it was certainly uh, hard work uh, the staff spent a lot of time preparing the papers uh, for this meeting and it was a tribute to the work that they'd done uh, as well as the work that members and technical advisors had put in to the mid-period review that we were able to spend what in the end was more than two days actually reviewing that material and ultimately approving it. It was also a good meeting in terms of making progress on our other main projects, leases, where we had uh, a very fruitful high-level discussion about the options available to us in terms of moving the project forward. That built on the very detailed review that the task force on leases has been doing on our behalf uh, and it helped the board to really think at a strategic level what are the options forward and what should influence our decision. That will then set the scene for the March meeting. A measurement, we had a first look at the responses, uh, again interesting, uh, and that uh, played off the review by the CAG of those responses. That was very useful, getting the CAG's input to that. So overall, um, a very fruitful meeting in terms of approvals, uh, but I think a tribute to a lot of hard work from uh, staff, boards, technical advisors and everyone acting as a team in terms of uh, getting us to the point where we could actually approve those three exposure drafts and finalise improvements. Thank you, Ian. Ian noted approval of three EDs. Two of these EDs are on revenue and the other on transfer expenses. They're going to be issued together so that the linkages between them can be seen by respondents. I'm now going to ask each of the lead staff members to say a little bit more about each of these EDs. Starting with Edwin, can you tell us a little bit more about ED70, Revenue with Performance Obligations? Thanks, John. The IPSASB has approved Exposure Draft 70, Revenue with Performance Obligations, and agreed on an exposure period of six months from the day of publication. ED70 is based on IFRS 15, Revenue from Contracts with Customers, and has been expanded to apply to binding arrangements which are not necessarily contractual in nature. Compared to IFRS 15, ED70 has also been expanded to have a greater emphasis on the transfer of goods or services to third-party beneficiaries. Thank you, Edwin. 
Joe, the board also approved ED71, Revenue Without Performance Obligations. Please can you highlight the scope of this ED? Thanks, John. Yes, happy to say that ED71, Revenue Without Performance Obligations, has been approved. ED71 is an update from IPSAS 23, Revenue from Non-Exchange Transactions, Taxes and Transfers. But instead of classifying transactions as exchange or non-exchange, ED71 and ED70 are delineated by whether a transaction has a performance obligation or not. Within the scope of ED71 are unenforceable transactions, transactions that have a present obligation that are not performance obligations, and other transactions such as taxes. We expect to have this ED issued by the end of February 2020. Thank you, Joe. Paul, can you tell us about the main features of ED72, transfer expenses? Thank you, John. Yes, ED72, transfer expenses, was also approved. The scope of the standard deals with transfer expenses, that is, expenses where the transfer provider gives resources to another entity and receives nothing else directly in return. There are two types of transfer expenses. The first of those transfer expenses with performance obligations, and the accounting for this mirrors the treatment in ED70, Revenue with Performance Obligations. The same performance obligation approach is used in both standards. The second type of transfer expense is transfer expenses without performance obligations. The accounting for transfer expenses without performance obligations may not mirror the treatment in ED71. Um, in many cases, an, an entity will recognise an expense as it transfers the resources, unlike ED71 where revenue may be deferred if there are present obligations. Also unlike ED71, so ED72 does not deal with taxes. Moving on to some of the other agenda items at this meeting, I'll start with leases. João, please can you tell us about the board's discussions on the leases project? Thanks, John. DIPSASB had a very interesting discussion on the leases project and decided to revisit its objective and scope. DIPSASB instructed the task force to enhance the factors to decide which option should be adopted in the final IPSAS on leases. Retain IPSAS 13 leases, adopt IFRS 16 leases, or adopt an exposure draft 64 leases based standard. DIPSASB will continue this discussion in the March 2020 meeting. Dave, at this meeting you presented a high-level initial review of the responses to the consultation paper measurement. Can you highlight the main issues raised by respondents? Thanks, John. The we did have a really good discussion as it relates to measurement. And while this was just the preliminary discussion as it relates to the responses to the measurement CP, they did talk about three items that I wanted to cover. The first was the high quality of the responses they received. And the Ipsazvi spent time discussing whether this was related to the innovative approach they took in regards to attaching an illustrative exposure draft to their consultation paper. In reviewing the responses, it appeared that this allowed respondents to take a step further beyond responding just to the preliminary view or SMC, but also provide guidance to the board as it moves forward to the project. The second item that was discussed relate to borrowing cost. And in this regard, this is where respondents were the most split. The preliminary view indicated that borrowing costs should be expensed regardless of whether they related to a qualifying asset or not. Uh, Approximately 50% of respondents agreed with this preliminary view, while another 50% disagreed. 
The FSASB instructed staff to bring forward a recommendation to its March meeting in order to make decisions to move this process forward. The third item that the FSASB discussed related to fair value, and in this regard there were four sub-issues that were discussed. The first related to issues that respondents identified as it relates to market value versus fair value. Within the FSASB's conceptual framework, market value is identified as a conceptual basis for measurement, while throughout the standards, fair value is used as a measurement basis a number of times. Respondents indicated this inconsistency had to be addressed in order to move the project forward. The second item as it relates to fair value was what was meant by fair value throughout the current IPSIS suite of standards and instructed the board or respondents indicated that the board should go back and ensure that the definition of fair value as is currently used throughout the suite of standards is consistent with what's being brought across in the measurement project. The third item as it relates to fair value is replacement costs. Respondents identified the fact that replacement costs was used as a measurement technique in determining fair value, but also as a, also as a standalone measurement basis in the conceptual framework. This inconsistency has to be resolved as part of the next stage of the project. And the final issue as it relates to fair value uh, is in regards to whether highest and best use is an appropriate measurement basis or is an appropriate uh, consideration to be applied in the fair value measurement basis. Respondents indicated that highest and best use is not always appropriate in the public sector. As a result, because this was the preliminary review of responses, the FSASB will discuss these issues in March 2020. Thanks, Dave. The IPSASB will be discussing these and other issues raised by respondents to the consultation paper next March. Ian, any comments about other projects and final perceptions? Thanks, John. There was one project that we discussed at this meeting that hasn't already been covered, and that was the infrastructure project. The board had a good discussion uh, looking at the flowchart that we've developed uh, about how to address issues and decide whether we provide authoritative guidance or non-authoritative guidance on specific issues. And we're going to be using that not only on the infrastructure project, but also on heritage. So in terms of infrastructure, we looked at several of the issues uh, that we'd already identified uh, for consideration and looked at how the flowchart would work in those cases, as well as some of the drafting. And that was a very useful discussion. At this meeting, although we had uh, issues slated for discussion on heritage, pressure of business in terms of approval of the, the three EDs meant in the end we didn't actually get on to discussing the issues on heritage, but those will certainly come back in March. So looking at the year as a whole, um, in my message to members at the start of the year, I identified three areas where uh, we needed to make progress this year measurement, revenue and leases. And I think in all three cases we've made good progress. Certainly measurements, we approved the consultation paper earlier in the year. We now have good input from our stakeholders in order to take that forward. As you've heard, uh, we pushed forward on the two revenue exposure drafts and also on transfer expenses and those will go out for consultation next year. And then finally, in terms of leases, still we haven't decided exactly how we want to take that one forward, but I think we've made good progress on the criteria we'll use for taking that decision and also how we'll progress that for a discussion in March.
So I think when you take that together with the outreach that we've done during the year in terms of roundtables, uh, the research forum earlier on in the autumn, it's been a very, very busy year, but I think a very successful year. The December meeting is always has a slight, slightly sad tinge to it in that it's the time when we actually bid farewell to board members who've completed their terms. And this year we said farewell to four board members, uh, so Francesco Capalbo, Araceli Mendez, Leonardo Nascimento and also Stuart Barr. All of them had made contributions to Ipsasby both within meetings and also in terms of outreach over their times with the board and it's always sad to say farewell to people but I think uh, we have good memories of all of them and we'll keep, keep in touch with all of them. Thank you, Ian, and thank you to the team members who've joined us today. Edwin, Joe, Paul, Dave and Joao. Most of all, thanks to you, our listeners. This is the last time that I'll host the Ipsasby Meetings podcast. It has been a great privilege to discuss Ipsasby Meeting developments over the last five years. And again, thank you, the listeners, for showing such an interest in the work of the Ipsasby. In March, Ross Smith, the incoming programme and technical director, will host the podcast. The next Ipsasby meeting will be from March 10th to 13th, 2020, in New York. Meetings of the Ipsasby are open and members of the public may register as observers. More information is available on the Ipsasby website, www.ipsasb.org. All audio podcast meeting highlights are available in the meetings section of the Ipsasby website and listeners can find us on iTunes by searching for IFAC Accountancy Podcast. Listeners can also follow us on Twitter at IPSASB underscore news. Thanks for listening and please join Ian Ross and members of the Ipsasby staff team again in March 2020.